0: Yo, it's me, good looking Lee. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. Got a guest with me. Introduce yourself. Hey, what's good? It's Boston Sherry. Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> you look good, man. Thank you. Yeah. You look great. I appreciate that. You know, you know how black people do. I'm trying to get like you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, uh, you know, tell. First of all, before you tell us about yourself, how was your day? My day was really great. Um, I just relaxed. Um, went to the mall. Um, I just moved to Jersey, so it was my first time, like, really going to Newport Mall and mm-hmm. seeing what it was about. Um, yeah. You can find some gems in there. Yo, you know, there's so many sneakers in that store. I was just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. in that mall, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> That's me. I, I I go to Jersey just for shoes. Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like in areas like that, people don't really care to, like, dress and stunt, like, New York. Mm-hmm. So... You always gonna see the gems over there. Like yeah. it's kind of like in Miami too. Like everything was still there. I was like, y'all bugging. <laughs> facts, facts. I, I heard Yo, about Miami. I'll buggin'. be there soon to collect my dues. Yeah, <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> but uh, you know, tell us, tell us who you are. Tell us what you do. Um, well, you know, like I said, my name is Boston Sherry. Um, I'm a DJ, a producer, videographer, photographer. Um, I do it all. Yes, I checked that out. Uh, I did my homework. Oh, I know you okay. do a lot. Uh, but when did you start finding your creative gifts? Wow. Well, um. I think the very first time I found my creative gift, I was probably seven years old. Um. I realized that I could write music. Um. I. I guess linked up with some girls in the playground and decided to be a group similar to, like, TLC or SWV, and we would just write songs all day. Word, that's crazy. <laughs> I remember my mom actually found, like, um, she called it a love letter. She was like, what is this? And I had to explain, and I'm seven years old. I had to explain that this is a song because, you know, everything in the 90s was, like, love songs. hmm Um, so, you know, I took my little sister at the time, who was probably, like, maybe three years old, (laughs) to do the ad-libs, and I performed the song for her, um, and then I guess, like, through my college career, I always stuck with music and just DJing, came along, videography came along through, um, looking to capture visuals for my events. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's how everything happened. So for you from what i see. Mhm. DJ is DJing is kind of like the breakout creative lane. Yeah, the foundation of it all. Okay. So, how did you how does how does one get into DJing? I don't know. I feel like DJing got into me. <laughs> <laughs> um I you know, it's it's almost a blur at this moment. Um I was really, you know, told by one of my friends who I grew up with, like in elementary school. His mom was like, you know, you should pick up DJing because I would always take my laptop everywhere and play music. I'm um, from there, like I told my friends in, in college, like, yo, I want to be a, a, a DJ, and they heard the word. I think I got my very first gig through my little sister actually. I DJ one of her friend's birthday parties. Um, I think I I put some video up on Facebook, and then from there people started like hitting me up. I started doing SoundCloud mixes. Okay. And this is, at this moment, there wasn't many, um, DJs, mm-hmm. and there weren't many women who are DJs because I've been DJing for nine years now. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're doing your thing. When, I, for me, one of the hardest things about just being a dj you you gotta curate the vibe like what what goes into that you know what I'm saying like are you are you do you give them a questionnaire like what are you listening to what goes into this I mean I really just started feeling the vibe of the room like i'm I'm a cancer so I could feel everything facts me too yeah you already know so you could feel <laughs> everything so you could walk into the room and be like nah like they're gonna like some r&b they're gonna like some okay. throwbacks like they're gonna you know and then you just feed off the energy like it's it's like even us when we talking like we we getting each other hype we each other, like it's like ooh ah so um just feeling the energy out and i just i guess creating a story with the music mm-hmm. like creating that vibe like i'm gonna take y'all 2000 i'm gonna take y'all to the 90s we're gonna go to reggae we're gonna go to hip hop mm-hmm. some pop you know Mm-hmm. you just take them all over. So you know how you have to cater to so many different genres of music. Mhm. How do you I guess that would be like doing your homework. How do you how do you go and do you do you listen to certain genres and then pull from that? How how does this work to put together like a fire mix? Well, I've been doing homework all my life. All my mm-hmm. life I grew up with many different genres of music from listening to music from my mother my grandmother um you know I'm West Indian I'm Haitian Cuban Dominican like Jamaican that. you know so I I grew up listening to all of these different countries and different languages um their, their music my mom would always listen to like pop like I grew up listening to like Madonna Celine Dion Tyrese Ella Cool J Tribe Called Quest like Julio Iglesias like a bunch of
1: Facts,
0: People, I was like, to listen to them too. Yo, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, my family's Spanish. You know, so like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, I don't know, I just love music. Like I remember like in two thousand nine, like dance hall was heavy, everybody was shata dancing, like Fact. when I when I first started DJing, I was DJing for like strictly reggae parties. Like mm-hmm. this is when the shata dances was out, so I was in that vibe. Then I was in the vibe when Drake came out, when Future first came out and French uh French Montana uh Tiger. That's when the um the strip club music started coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm in the vibe where I'm making like global bass music, where I'm I'm creating my own remixes, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I I guess, I guess it's kind of just going with the vibes, go, going with the growth. Like every day, you, you do homework, you listen to something new every day. Right. Right. I don't know. <laughs> nah, you you talking heavy? I I like that. I like that because for me, before you started explaining. I I'm thinking like yo how how does how does she just perfectly place this this song like I didn't even know I wanted to hear this song like it's, how did how did she just how did she know that it's it's like this right um I graduated high school in two thousand nine, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody who graduated within that four years, whether it's before or after, I know exactly what they listened to in high school. Mm-hmm. So when I play that, people's always like, "Oh, like I, I, I try to give that oh effect, like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't heard this since I was in high school." Like that was something my mom used to always say, like when she would hear the radio, when she would get up and start dancing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to play music that creates memories whether it's creating the memory now or it's giving you um a flashback of mm-hmm. a memory you had before. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I like that. So now when you when you first decided DJing is how I'm going to get my name out. Mhm. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that took me by surprise. Let me, let me sit on Sometimes that Sometimes I will be doing this thing, man. <laughs> Could <Can, laughs> you ask that question again? <laughs> yeah. Yo, what what went into it when you decided, when you knew? So now you already, it hit you that DJing is for you. What were the next steps? Just keep on DJing, like, keep on creating mixes, keep on, like, I just love the vibe of, like, people coming together and just turning up, having a good time, like, mm-hmm. You know, when I first started DJ, me and my homies we'd throw like backyard bashment parties, have like jerk chicken on the grill, we would have our own punch, like plantains, Pulo. sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to do it sometime. We would-, <laughs> we would have sweet plantains going out. We would just have it all. So um we would just like I guess creating that vibe and I constantly wanted to create that vibe, that community of people coming together, of feeling free, of just being like, just coming home after a good night like yo, that party was great, that music all these people, oh my gosh, like that energy was so great you know, and, and I always try to leave that um, with people whenever mm-hmm. I step into the place Okay, okay I like that When When did you become like you're you're a brand now. You you have a business when <laughs> when, did, when did this happen? How long have you been in business for yourself? Um I I mean I've been DJ for 9 years. Um It hasn't it ha it has it always been that easy just to like yo listen I'm a DJ that's that. And and you 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 just built your brand 9 years ago? Yeah. I mean okay. I I cool. didn't know what else to do. Like <laughs> So now it, as the times changed cuz yeah. you know 9 years ago we, we having parties everywhere and yeah, it yeah. was I I feel like the parties were maybe maybe more more they were coming more abundantly oh, but maybe it's me because I don't have my eye on the party scene but I, I feel oh, no, like you're it. absolutely right okay, okay. <laughs> you're absolutely right so what happened is cops yeah yeah cops cops because it was so easy it was so easy for us to really make money and profit you know what i mean we were young kids now the djing is is a little harder like a lot of these venues are not gonna pay much money compared to when we were throwing our own parties whether it was like you know in in our brownstones our backyards and we could leave the night with three thousand dollars mm. now you're leaving the night with three hundred if you're lucky mm. depending um but what kept me going is is I just knew it was my calling of bringing people together I just it just felt so right I I couldn't I couldn't put myself to do anything else you know when your passion just drags you like it just it's like this is it like the universe always put me there like there was a um a moment where I was working um as a videographer for Global Grind and Revolt TV and I was making money and I was always doing that and I I want to say maybe for, like, three months I wasn't really DJing. And then I remember one of my homegirls was like, yo, I, what happened to you, you know, DJing? I know you were so passionate about that. Like, don't don't forget about it because we still need you. And when she said that, I was like, man, she's absolutely right. I got to continue. Like, I can't slack off. Like, I I cannot not DJ. I cannot see myself not making music or doing things to put people together. Like, I don't, this this not. A thing <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Now, so when when did you start realizing, like, okay, I can use the things that I'm interested in now to help with my brand because you 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 produce and and videography. When when did these come about? Well, um, I guess just studying from the greats okay. really. What pushes a person out there? Um, of course, visuals getting. Good visuals. Um, you know, what stands what makes you stand aside from being like um just a DJ? Um there's different types of DJs. There's um radio DJs, there's turntableists, there's DJ producers. Um so I was like, you know Are the turntable ones the scratchers? Yeah, those are the sick nasty ones. <laughs> they be getting busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have do you ever dibble in that? Um, a little something something, but I mean, I haven't really been DJing on vinyl like that to Mm -hmm. pay attention. But actually, um, I was producing for a little bit in high school. Okay. Um, I had this TV audio class, and there was a studio that had equipment, and I was, you know, making beats on, like, Logic, messing around with, like, loops and stuff like that. So I did that for a little bit. Um, And then when I moved to New York from Massachusetts, I didn't have, like, um, a computer until I got my laptop, and I was not paying all that money for this stuff. So it it mm-hmm. just came like I I just started producing again, maybe two three years ago. Okay, and okay. it's been going f- amazing. Now I know you you've heard the the famous f- phrase you got to focus on one. Oh my god, I it's, was just talking to old boy about that at yeah, the front. You got to focus on one. <laughs> How, bullshit <laughs> I feel the same way bullshit <laughs> but ha- has it ever gotten to you like, yes how, what was that like? um I actually had a mentor at that time who worked for BET um who she told me you know y- you can't be a jack of all trades because you're gonna be a master of none what do you think like you could do all these things and you know back. At that time, I think I was just freshly 21. I didn't really have many friends, many people around me, like, who were in the same field as me. So I looked for, you know, inspiration. So I took that word heavily, and and I took it with me for, like, many years. Mm. Um, But I feel like that's bullshit. I feel the same way. I feel like that's bullshit, and I feel like... I only hear that in in the people of color community. I never hear that. Like I'm from the suburbs. Like I never hear that I come from no white person's mouth ever, ever. And I feel like it's just it's just a way to keep us down. And I'm like, you know, the the biggest entrepreneurs, they've done it all. They've done every single mm-hmm. job. They are um, what you call multifaceted. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you smart. <laughs> yeah, talk. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know, so I think it's important for us to know how to do it all, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's important yeah. for us to know how to hold it down, it's important for us to know how to do our craft, know how to run a business, know how to own property, know how to sell, know how to, you know, produce product. It's important mm. for us. Yeah, it is. It is when you when when your mentor was telling you this and and it got to you. What what steps did you take to break out of that mindset? Because, like, I, people have said that to me. And for a while, it had me. And as soon as I realized, like, yo, I feel like I'm not being me. I feel like I'm being you. I had to start going out of my way to tell people about other stuff that I did. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, Lee, Lee does photography. And I'm really good at basketball. Uh, I play lacrosse. <laughs> like, like, I had to just start telling people stuff. Shit. Um I honestly just started feeling tired of holding myself back. Mm. You know, um, I go to therapy and. Oh, you're talking heavy. (laughs) I just came from therapy. Yeah, yo. Shout out to therapy. That's a fact. Um, And one thing that we always talk about is, well, what's holding you back? You know, what's like getting deep down to it of, like, what is holding you back from reaching your fullest potential. Mm. You know, I feel like we are our own worst enemies because people will say these things to us and it's up to us whether we want to take it or not, whether we're going to use it to hold us back or we're going to use it to elevate and push us. You know, Mm. many kids, they use these things as uh, ways to push and elevate themselves. And I feel as adults, we get tired of just trying to do that because we get so discouraged, you know? But I'm all about like 2019, especially like, you know, I'm not stopping. Okay. And I like that. You, what is a regular like work week like for you? Because you juggle (laughs) so many things. Um, A regular work week is like, you know, I'm, I'm self-employed. So emails, producing, fixing, editing, Working on beats, working on um, mixes, reaching out to people, trying to be, like, social media savvy. Like, trying to keep up with the... Yo, that be killing me sometimes. Like, I'll get to your email, and and we'll even do a conference call. And then I'll be like, you know what? (laughs) I definitely have a social media to tend to. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot. I hate that part. Because this is what I tell myself. I'm just going to post. Post. Scroll, 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 scroll. Ooh, like... Scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> that's a fact <laughs> and I'm like yo <laughs> like I just want to throw my phone away yeah. like, I put I put the timer on it you know how like it has like the screen time oh, joint? Uh, yeah, so now I have to be on social media for a certain amount of time and then that's that. Yeah, because the social media you could get lost in the abyss of scrolling. Yeah. Or watching videos. Like me, I be watching like dog videos and shit. <laughs> that's a fact. I be living through Twitter. Yeah, I'll just be watching like the most craziest videos and like videos of people from the army coming back and seeing their kid and then I'm all emotional and I'm like, Why am I emotional <laughs> on my phone? Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When you when you're setting up your events and you need like all these videographers and and DJs and you know hosts and stuff how is it hard for you to to be like okay, we're going to bring other people in knowing that you can do this stuff? No. Okay. Um it's it's not um I I love to work with people. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of community. I love the idea of helping people in any way I can that's what I'm about. Um I love the way like just bringing people together. Um mm-hmm. especially women, especially women of color. Um just anybody. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I love working with people. I like that. What, what how important is it for you cuz you know you're a figure now in in the queer community. You know what I'm say you holding <laughs> us down. You holding Man, us down. That's huh? so crazy. It's, <laughs> yeah. You you holding us down. We I'm. I, I mean, after I started like checking you out, I've I've seen, well, even before I, I've seen you know queer DJs mm-hmm. women, but even that market, it may feel oversaturated, but it's it's still so small. It's still very small, but it's growing. Like there's, I'm so happy. I never thought in a million years that there would be queer DJs that look like me out there. Word. Um, it starts to feel like damn, I mean? where y'all at? Yeah, like it's 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 great. It's a great feeling. Like I'm I'm loving this movement right now of like many queer DJs coming out. Like we have the best parties. Honestly, mm-hmm. all my straight friends come to queer go to queer parties because it's the only place um where people are absolutely free. I feel like queer people have been quiet and secluded and to their self and then hiding for so long that when we're out, we're, we're freaking out. Like, we don't give a damn. Like We just be bugging. Exactly, bugging out. Like, you know, I'm here, you know, and I'm proud. And, you know, so it, I don't know. What's that? You hear that? My phone is on played mode. My phone, too. I respected myself this time. <laughs> I respected myself this time. We were working out though. We were working out. Yeah. But you know, you know what was uh what stuck out to me with you? It's something that I admire because you can be really great at what you do mm-hmm. and you can be great at, at you know getting people together, but then it'll be like a disconnect. That comes from within. Like mm. with me, I'm really good at what I do. I'm amazing at it even. I'm good at at, at wanting to help people and bringing people together. Mm-hmm. But until I got, well, even before therapy, I, I could identify it. I just didn't know why. But there was a disconnect between myself and the, the same people that I'm bringing together and saying that I wanted to help because I had so much going on within, mm. it would it would start to come off like, she don't really like nobody, you know, just mm. leave her alone. And I Man. even, like, thrived off of that image. Like, they used to call me Oscar the Grouch. I think it's because you're a cancer. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, so many of us, there's many um, female cancers that I know, who who are the same way? Female DJ cancers who are absolutely the same way. One of them posted. I don't know if you know DJ Nine AM. She posted. She was like, "Yo, I don't know how I got this far in my career because I don't really be out like you know." Basically, Yo, she says something me. along the lines like that, and like like basically saying like we're we're social. Like a lot of us is crazy. It's so crazy. A lot of cancers have friends and. I feel like we could all relate when we're like, yo, how did <laughs> how do I even Facts. have friends? Cause I don't be going nowhere. Like I don't be doing yeah. nothing. Like even like networking <laughs> is something I have to remind myself, yo, you yep. have to actually show up to these places. You know, closed mouths don't get fed. Right. You know? Um and I was just telling um a oh boy, dang, I forgot his name, but I was just telling him I'm trash, I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> no no that's the homie that's the homie um i was just telling him how you know for me it's i got so tired of waiting for somebody to f- to um discover me because mm-hmm. you know that's the word in the past like that's discover. something that we look forward to like yeah oh, but who's, who's gonna people, find people, me people people don't get discovered now people put their stuff out there so right. it's like you get so tired of wanting to be discovered and it's like your passion takes over you and your passion just like literally swifts you off your feet and puts you into these places where you mm-hmm. you know you have to talk you know you have to do these things and for me when i'm this passionate and i meet somebody who is just as passionate about their work whether they're a doctor like i have friends who are doctors and all of these different things and they're so passionate we could have these deep conversations because i could feel the energy of just like it's just up there and even though we're shy it's just it comes out so easily it's just it flows perfectly Mm. so yeah Yeah, it it might be my sign. the i think the passion sometimes yeah it it, it's definitely a sign trust me (laughs) look into it <laughs> nah, you pole. know I'm trying. am trying. I'm trying try, try to get the time that I was born, so I get my birth chart. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> the, I don't natal, got, the natal chart. Yeah, I, I ain't. I don't got it. I don't got it. Everybody was telling me like, yo, they put your time on your birth certificate. My birth oh, certificate. Oh, to find is, the bro. moons and stuff. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Nah, I always get confused. Like I, I don't, don't know what none of it means. I'm pretty sure that I'm a cancer. I know that for sure. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I might I might got like like a moon and asshole, but whatever. Whatever. But I am trying to get the time that I was born so I could further understand where these things come from. But yeah. what 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 I always like when I from when I met you, it was just like, yo, like you could just you, you, your oneness with yourself is just so fire. It's Thank so you. fire. Thank like you. it's something that I just it's like you can't ignore it. And it's Yeah, you just can't ignore it. It's fire, (laughs) son. It's fire. Have have you always been like that? Or did therapy contribute to it? Have I always been... Super just comfy in you. That sounds crazy. (laughs) Man. (laughs) That sounds crazy. I I mean, I would say therapy definitely helped, but I always knew that there were certain feelings that I felt that I couldn't deny, that I couldn't fight. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes there's just feelings that you feel that you can't fight like you know for me i came out when i was like 14 and i was like i can't fight this like this is just how it is so <laughs> was it cool when, when you came out was it one of those cool ones oh yeah it was cool i mean with my mom's side yeah mm-hmm. my dad's seven day Venice, so oh you know, okay he don't okay. We, we don't even talk about that like he still okay. don't acknowledge it but my mom my mom's side of the family um they love and accept me and i'm grateful you know? That's what's up. That's dope. But yeah, therapy. Um, I guess solidified it. Um, I've been in therapy for like two years now. Congratulations! Thank you. I go once a week. Every Me too. Week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I do twice a week now. I can't wait for that. I leveled up. It's, yeah, it's, I can't wait. That's the premium I'm, package. I'm, I need. I'm, I'm real tender right now. I'm not gonna lie. I've been tender, but it's it's been a good type of tender, like. Um, it's, it's good. It's like the way that I feel right now, is like peppermint oil to the scalp. Like the growth is about to come. (laughs) Yo, I automatically thought about Dr. Bronner's. I'm like, you putting that where? Yeah. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) holy shit. I feel that though. I feel that you, you, you growing and and I like it. I like what I'm seeing from you. you. You know, um, do you have a team? Do you have a team behind you? Nah, just me. Just you. Just me. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. How do I I can't even begin to understand how you pull that off by yourself. Wait a minute. I do it by myself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. Exactly. It's I the cancer it. passion, yo. I'm telling you. Because nobody going to take care of your baby the way you exactly. take care of your Nobody's baby. Nobody's going to be passionate and as crazy yeah, about man. it the way you are, you know. That's, and and, just, and, that's and they, be trying, they be trying they try to make me feel like I'm bugging for that. Like yo, you you going too hard? This is my no, child. Exactly. I don't got no mixtape. Exactly. I ain't got no basketball exactly. game. Exactly. This you is know. me. One on no one. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nah, that's crazy. I had to really sit back and think about it. Yeah. But you 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 doing a lot. You you pushing your brand. You're being seen. You you had your mix was on your playlist. Was it? It was a playlist or a mix on title on Spotify? Oh yeah, um, I did uh, a playlist for um. Oh, that was title. It was title. Yeah, I was right at first. All yeah. right, cool. Um, I did a playlist for title, so I did this gig. I, I just, I literally said, "What's up?" to like this other DJ, and he introduced me to his management. And um, I think somebody was like, "Yo, you know, reach out to him. He could." help you with something and then I did and then boom I'm on title so literally just wow. like that you know it's the power of just saying what's up like being present um just showing genuine love and you know I think that's really what helped me out a lot like being connected to so many things just showing my genuine self and my passion for music and just treating people the way I would like to be treated you know mm-hmm. no that's so you nice. Know? <laughs> it's, no, it sounds so cliche, but that's like so nice, and it's not even something easy to do. It's yeah, not, it's not one of those things that's just like obviously, duh. Treat this person the way I would want this person to treat me. Because sometimes people do things. People do things that you'd be like, w- "Why did you do that?" But you know, since we're both in therapy, you know what I'm gonna say, right? Yeah, what I I'm know. Say. I know where you're going with this. Where bro. am I going? Am I supposed to? Am I supposed to? Um, <laughs> am I supposed to Still ignore it and and move forward with love is no is, oh, okay good. Just know that a lot of the time when these people do these it's things, it's not it me. Got Nothing to do with you. Facts. He it hit got me with that. nothing to it's do personal. with you. That's their business. You know what I mean? If somebody's if if you bump somebody by accident and it's light and they wall out. That got nothing to they do with you. They going through something. They, that's their business. So mm. for you to exude that same energy back to them, it really don't make no sense. You got to hold your peace. You got. That's why they say protect your energy because just like that, somebody could just shift your whole shit. Well, <laughs> it, all right. So now, so now let's get into that. When when let's say whatever it is that what's something that makes you upset, man. Um, getting fucked out of money. Um. Injustice. Okay, injustice. So let's say you witness a, a, an injustice that was very personal and dear to you, mm-hmm. somebody close to you, you, whatever. You get upset. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody does something, bumps you. Nah, this not gonna work. No, nah, I need something else. No, no, no. Let's say you get upset by bumping, <laughs> and I bumped you, yeah. right? And I, it gotta be me. I gotta be <laughs> me. So you bump me by mistake, and I wild out. I say some disrespectful stuff. You already tight now. You done went through a whole personal injustice. You already tight. The, the bed done been poked. I start bugging out. Like, you it, Get out of here. So I don't like that shit. It's not easy to just be like, you know what? She's going through something. I'm going to leave her alone. You could ask so many of my friends. You could ask my girlfriend. My girlfriend's actually a cancer, too. Jesus. And we always have You a June cancer. cancer or July cancer? I'm a July cancer. We're both July cancers. Sheesh. Um, And all the time. All the time, like, if I... Because I know myself, you know, that, that cancer energy is real passionate. So I have to control myself. Because if I don't control myself, I'm being a predicament where I'm fucked in and I'm stuck in that being fucked position. <laughs> so i just rather not, like, wow. you know, I'd rather not because I know where I could take it. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I I try to really think... It, it takes a lot for me to do something, like, completely out of pocket, and like I just feel like my reactions for that would be out of pocket because now we'd be like in the street fighting or something. Okay, like, heavy. Yeah. I know where I could take it. Yeah, I gotta man. remind myself of that. Like I know how far yeah, this to go. Yeah, you you know you gotta think about it too. And also it's just like this. Sometimes people poke you, and I feel like it's just the universe testing you too. I think sometimes it is me. Sometimes That's people me. poke you. You know what I mean? But you also gotta tell yourself like. I got a lot to to lose. This ain't shit ass person don't have shit to lose. They could do this. They they, they don't want to They they not be having fighting. nothing. They 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 okay if they'll be in jail. But if you be in jail, you got that on your record, you know where you're trying to go, where you're trying to elevate to, now that stuff is gonna be on you. You know what I mean? It's is or you're gonna miss out on on that that um you know, say for example, like you got locked up this week, and then you, you'd be missing out on this podcast, you know facts, what I mean facts, you know what I mean, so it's like you have things to do. that's what we're working on with me, trying to get me to uh in the heat of the moment, realize like yo, you got things to get done exactly, and people are gonna poke the you know the unif- bad energy is gonna try to hold you back, oh, my you know, gosh. just know that the the higher you elevate the more it's going to poke at you. The mm-hmm. more it's going to poke at you. Mm-hmm. And the harder you got to put your shield up and like, nah, I got to get this work because you got to know that the work that you got to get is not just for you. It's for the people that's looking up for you. It's mm. for your family. It's for your friends. It's for your future generations. You know? Mm. It's yeah, you it's, right. a it's, you, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's why I go so hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that everything that I do is not just for me. Mm. I like that. I like that. You just put things in perspective. Yeah. I gotta stick with this. I might have to listen to this twice. <laughs> yeah, I might have to listen to this twice. When you, when you, let's say something one off happens and you do get very angry, and you know you don't wild out, you don't lash out, you you go about your day. What does it look like when you like reset? What does it look like when I'm resetting? Listening to some music, some real smooth music, maybe. Do you have a go to for that? Sade. Mm. Sade. It was just her birthday. She's still looking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she looking good. Sade, um some throwbacks, like some nineties brandy, some mm-hmm. just real mellow shit, um cooking. Cooking, 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 okay. like just like frying some onions and garlic, just like making something like real flavorful. Just like really relaxed and cleaning, okay. cleaning. I'm like that type of person cleaning the house. Like you go s- mm. smell mad pine so like I just that's how I diffuse. Like I just it's ways for me to clean my mom mentally. Mm. You know? I need to try that. I need to try that. Well, Not just, the cooking thing, the cleaning thing. <laughs> I'm working on my cooking. Yeah, no, I'm working I, on it. you know, I, I, you know, cooking is fun to me. Like it just became another way for me to create. Like, yeah i'm super I'm super into it like I only watch the cooking channel really i only watch you watch the chop. chop yeah I love chop chop me get me time. yo <laughs> chop it's it's this one this all-star uh chop joint with with an olympic dude he got chopped i think in the first round boy started crying and screaming <gasps> i was oh dead. Is it, what's the black boy nah oh, nah i'm there a was I'm I'm gonna try to see if I can pull out what we done, because <laughs> I was crying. But I love Chop. Dang. Like, you know the uh the Great Brit uh the British Bake Show. I forgot what it's called. The Great Brie, what is called? Great British Bacon Show. The Great British Baking Show. Mm. British show. Um What's the uh, Nailed It? Have you, you Nailed It, yes. Nailed it, you know it what's a 20. good show? Fuck That's Delicious. Fuck that's delicious. Yeah, is that uh, on Netflix? Uh yeah, no. Hulu. Hulu? That's okay, actually Bronson's that. cooking show. Oh yes, my that show. Good. That, yeah. that show is really good. <laughs> that that kind of solidified. Like I didn't know why I'm always so interested. I thought maybe I watch cooking shows because I just be hungry and I can't cook. But <laughs> I really just be interested in the like the way the things yeah. you do to p- put together yeah. a great plate. I'm yeah. interested. Like I, it. It's even gotten me to go and and try things that I just used to be like, no, nah, I don't eat that. You know, I feel like in my other life. I was like the mother of like a tribe or something. Like just mm. giving everybody food. Like it's yeah. it's another way of bringing people together. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's a it's another way of bringing everybody. It's together. It's art. It's that's all like the out. first thing I, I said when, when you know when I came in was cookout. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like invited yeah. to cookout. Yeah, nah. I like um, that. I like that. I gotta get. I gotta get cooking though. I gotta get my shit together. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, but tell people where they can find you and. What's what's coming? What we got to look forward to? Um, you can find me everywhere on uh Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, Boston Sherry, that's Boston C H E R Y. Um, what's next? Um man, I'm Djing, I'm booked and busy for this month. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. I posted a fly with all my dates for this month. Um, next month, I'm already booked. I'll be in San oh Fran. Oh my god! And I just got booked to DJ at the. Um, damn it! i forget Museum it. Museum of Fine Arts in Massachusetts. That's a big <laughs> one, big one, big team. <laughs> <Cooler>. <laughs> yeah, Nah, uh, congratulations to Thank all that you. you're getting done. You know what I'm saying. Thank you. It is Black History Month. Uh, oh, your black woman <laughs> women's women's month is coming up too i don't yeah. know when that is i'll get it right what? though i Next don't month, when is march it? it's march my god i thought <laughs> I, I thought it was april now march holy shit it is in march yes yeah. you know why i don't i don't know when that is cuz i always tell people like same thing with black history month yeah why why is it that one month the shortest month of the exactly. year exactly first of all <laughs> black people be doing shit mm. outside of february mm-hmm. i want i want the year or something i, I want more i want something else I want something. I want. I want. Mm-hmm. And then that's another thing too. Like, are you into sneakers at all? Psst, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I peep. I peep. You made me realize I ain't widows in a while. Um, <laughs> this whole Black History shit is starting to get on my nerves. Every Black History pack has the whole Kente cloth. It was. It was. It was cute yeah, at first. Yeah, yeah. Give me something else. We. We. we give yeah, me something. I'm, s- I'm sick of it. You know, 2019. There's so many of us. Um, In the present world, who have done a lot, too. I feel like Liana should definitely get applauded OD. She had the best sneaker of the year a little while ago. I mean, she also being the ambassador of her country. Come on. like I want something else for the Black History Pal. I'm into shoes. You got to give me something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's why I, I don't... We did a Women's Month episode last year. But it's like, I feel like women... Every day getting celebrated. Every day. Every day. I mean, we. we Every day there's a mom that's know, not beating a child's ass for doing something wrong. I'm weak. Every day we getting <laughs> celebrated. Every you know, day, like Beyonce said, "Who run the world, girls? You know we are the original creators. You Without know what I'm us, saying? there will be nobody here. Oh, nobody here. Oh, you talking crazy? <laughs> you know? you're talking heavy. I mean, even on the dance floor, the woman create oh the vibes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, woman on the number one. Women audience. be the first ones. Woman on the number one on audience, the floor. You know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, women got to be celebrated. I need more than a month. I need everything. more than a month. Yeah. Yeah, we get it done. We'll work it out. You know, everything is coming into to the light right now. And that's something I, I like about where we're at in 2019 because it looks so chaotic right now. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, I told my friend, like, the trash has to float in the water for us to clean it up. We're never going to know what trash lies in the water if it doesn't float. So that's why everything's up right now. Just because you said cleaning. that, I just want to hear you talk. Like, <laughs> you just said some... It's time like, to start cleaning. <laughs> Yo! Oh my goodness, you ain't talking heavy. I'm about to use that all the time. Like, For real. like nah, I'm about to find ways to say that in my life. <laughs> like, I'm going on my way to find ways to oh say gosh. that. Nah, I appreciate you coming through, though. Thank you. Uh, it's been amazing. Y'all know what this is, Yo, I'm out of here.